This news came across my desk uh, from one of my co-workers, and it's very interesting. I really don't know how any of this works, but the headline is a drug combination that shows little overall survival benefit in white men with advanced prostate cancer has a far greater effect in black men with the disease. Very intriguing. To talk about uh, the latest findings, I bring on Dr. Daniel George, a medical oncologist at Duke Health. Dr. George, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Kind of give me uh, an overview of the uh, the study that's going on here, just so that we understand. Uh, obviously, this is stuff that's way past my pay grade. Uh, what kind of study was going on here, and how did you guys find that it works better, possibly, in black men than white men? You know, it's really interesting. Uh, the 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 background story here is that black men are diagnosed with prostate cancer about sixty percent more often than white men even though they're not screened for the disease any more frequently. And the disease tends to present more aggressively and, and progress more aggressively. Uh, and, and, and black men die from prostate cancer at, at two times the rate as white men. Now, the truth is, is a lot of that has to do with, you know, access to care and socioeconomic factors and, and a number of societal differences um, that, that really do, do influence our health care and health outcomes. But underneath all that, there is the possibility that there are biologic differences associated with race and maybe genetic ancestry that can affect outcomes and, and even treatment outcomes. But we never know that because so few black men are able to participate in clinical trials. And this happened to be a drug combination of two hormonal therapies for men with advanced resistant prostate cancer, stage four prostate cancer, and it was studied largely in a global um, study, two large global, what we call phase three or large randomized trials. And that, you know, both studies showed promise. Both of them showed that it delayed the progression of the disease in the population. It was, that it was mostly white men, 90% white men. But the truth was neither one showed a, a significant improvement in, in overall survival. So the combinations never were taken forward to the FDA, and we don't use them. But while they were going on and, and recognizing that black men are, are really under accrued to these, under enrolled into these trials, we, we did a study sponsored by the, the drug company, Janssen, that was studying one of the combinations. And we were able to study, you know, a small study, eight centers of, of 50 men, 50 black men and 50 white men treated at the same centers with the same drug combination, Every, no placebos, everyone got the same drug. They were followed by the same doctors got the same times they got scans on and, and, and had the same indication for stopping therapy. And lo and behold, we found the black men had twice as long a time to disease progression, and there was half the death rate at two years in the black men versus the white men. And, and we had never seen anything like this before. And we'd done a, you know, a trial before with a single hormonal therapy, and it, it showed a small signal, but but nothing to this degree. So it really, it opened our eyes to the fact that we may be missing something that could be really benefiting the population that needs it the most, you know, simply because we, we hadn't, you know, involved them enough in the clinical research. You were saying earlier, and I found this interesting as well, that you said too far of black men participate in these sorts of trials. Has that been going on for years? Is that typical? Yes, it is. It's, it's, and it's a sad commentary on, um, you know, that I think everybody, you know, holds some responsibility towards. Um, 
certainly, you know, the sponsors of these trials, whether they're the National Cancer Institute or the industry sponsors, uh, certainly the sites like like our site and other sites that accrue these patients, uh, where you know we you know it's really our obligation to take the time to explain the studies and and help people you know trust and understand the system. It's you know it's the responsibility of of bringing these studies and opening them where black men get healthcare and, and, and finding those places, whether that's more in VA systems or, or community practices or wherever but building that clinical infrastructure for access and then for the, you know, for black men themselves and, and, you know, to, 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 you know, to really participate and be willing to do the extra steps it takes to be part of a clinical trial. But we found when we approached men at our centers, you know, around the country and, and we dedicated a study to asking these questions, you know, the, you know, patients were more than willing to participate. You mentioned earlier as well that a genetic ancestry may actually play a large role as we uh, look into new drugs going into the future and their effectiveness. Do you think that genetic ancestry is going to be a very considered thing as we move forward after seeing uh, studies like this that show black men had a greater effect from a drug than white men? Well, th- th- this is, you know, this is the, the million-dollar question is, you know, so what what's underlying the skin color or the other you know, characteristics that help us define ourselves as either black or white. We need to understand that. And we don't yet. And so right now, I, I think this is still exploratory. But it's worth exploring. In fact, we, we have to explore it. If this was a biomarker uh, for, you know, a blood test or, or a, you know, a, a tumor test that showed a difference, you know, we would, we would characterize that and then we would study it. We have to find out what it is, and it may be more than one thing, and and it may not be exclusively in black versus white. It may be enriched in our in our, our black population more so. Maybe it's eighty percent there and twenty percent in our white population. But whatever it is, that's what we really need to understand because that's how we that's that's what we call precision medicine. That's how we actually move forward developing therapies, maybe even more specific than these hormonal therapies, to target that particular factor or identify it earlier in the disease when when maybe the disease is even curable. So, so these are the things I think we can, we've learned from this, that, that there's smoke here and we need to go and, and understand you know, where that fire is. His name's Dr. Daniel George. He's a medical oncologist at Duke Health, talking about a, a recent study that shows that a drug combo had a better effect on black men than white men, and this could uh, ask a whole lot of questions about how we do medicine going forward. Dr. George, thanks for being on the show. This was interesting. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.